0: Hello, and welcome back to the podcast this year, where we are going to be looking through everything that me and the team learn about Amazon each week, condensing it into two different formats for you. I'll be recording the podcast here, where I go through all of the posts that I found that I found enjoyable and reading you the summaries that I've made for you. But we also have this in that written format as well, which you can go visit the blog at. So we're taking the great stuff from LinkedIn, Twitter, and other social platforms bringing it all into one feed for you so you've got no noise, and then I summarize each piece as well so you can get my perspective and take on it. We record that podcast, which you are listening to right now, and we also then send that in an email as well. That applies to general, normal, any kind of topic within Amazon, and then we've got the advertising where we do exactly the same but specifically for Amazon ads, which is a different podcast, well, same podcast but a different recording. And a different email and a different newsfeed. Okay, let's jump in. There's a lot to go through today. Our job is to run experience, experiments. I've said this countless times when we pitch our advertising service. We're continually looking for an angle on your behalf. But um, Amar, hopefully I got that right, um, reinforce that you need to do it yourself as well. Amazon are giving you a lot of tools to test most conversion rate factors right now. So the question is, why aren't you utilizing them? He's given an example there where version A, I believe he's looking at title, who um, blurred out a lot, has a 70% higher conversion uh, likelihood than version B. So there's plenty of metrics we can look at on Amazon now to play this game of what's going to work better. My argument is, why would you not be utilizing them? Um, post for myself comes next, is I was playing around with obviously a lot of, AI tools are available to us now I think it's going to be very exciting and I believe it's now the beginning of creativity rather than the end with how we interact with some of these tools so I was looking at Yeti one of my favorite brands when it comes to what they do on on their content I think they do lifestyle as well I think they do product shots all of the things I think they're doing very very well um the A plus could be a tiny bit better given they got great content but I'm being particular and I was looking at Working with a theoretical Yeti, merging that um, with one of their um, their call boxes, and it came out with some really cool examples. Those cool examples, in my head, I'm thinking could be used for um, getting that click on the ads, maybe used for videos to get the click, maybe used on some of the A-plus pages, just to do something a little bit different and invoke an emotion, which I've talked about plenty of times. Um, Another one here was from one of our our team members. We did a massive case study recently where we're looking to compare what we did in the first three months in comparison to what we did over a six-month period. So in the first three months, we were able to see a 79% increase in PPC sales. Brilliant. And then over that six-month period, we saw a 5% drop in ACOS. This is quite common, you know, where you start to scale things up initially and then start to make them profitable. So read that key study in the in the blog or um, in the newsfeed. Good one from John here. Um, key point on to reinforced is the comment around "I'll invest in pictures later." John makes seven seller statements which he believes are wrong. I disagree with number four partly, um, working on the premise of if you have a big enough email list and you control some social traffic. And you can definitely do well without pay per click. He's arguing that you must use Amazon pay per click at the moment in order to be successful. But I think there are exceptions to that rule. Seven good statements, though, worth checking out. As always, read it on the blog. Good on from Amazon. Um, Amazon. Martin here talking about Amazon firing eighteen thousand uh, employees, which is five percent of its corporate employees. A lot of talk right now about is Jeff coming back. No one knows, but um nice little update from him there and a breakdown of exactly the details behind that. Nespresso having a bit of a fail. I've hated personally bad delivery experiences since landing in Australia following my time in the UK for most of my life. Amazon, in my opinion, drags standards into the stratosphere and everyone expects a little bit more. Saying that, I'm not against, based on James's conversation here, charging for returns in the clothing industry killing off time wastes and benefits on the planet. And that's my point of view when we look at clothing. Issue here is the example he gives about Espresso, which is very interesting of how they're still doing two-day shipping on some of their key customers. Um, so it's a nice little sideline, not not necessarily Amazon-focused. Rick talks about three big tips to survive 2023 as a big brand. I would apply it more to big brands than smaller. The Point he's making is Armageddon that was talked a lot about last year hasn't happened yet, but it's obviously not all going to be rosy. Brands need to realise that. We definitely saw some huge drop-offs in search volumes for high ASP items, and Q4 wasn't the same as um, it was in Q4 2021. I don't think this year is going to be turbulent for either. Rick, as always, does a brilliant breakdown on that, and it's worth worth going to read. Did December drop off a cliff for you? Now, this three-part breakdown from Adam is very good. It looks at the strategies, the focus, and the results in different points throughout Q4. It's an excellent reminder for brands of what typically happens at year's end. But I think it can also be applied to holiday seasons in some respects, too. So thank you, Adam, for that three-part breakdown there. Um, In 2023, is it going to be the year for for great... Fake lifestyles. Now, Jahan Jahan talks about this. Um, he does a lot of great content around graphics and what we should be looking for and making comparisons of what's a good or a bad image. The one in this case I'm looking at is if we remove the human, lifestyle photography can actually get infinitely easier. If we consider Yeti's non-human shots, their lifestyles are still fantastic. Um, I'm not sure with this example, that I'm looking at whether it's real or fake, but I like it. We know lifestyles are crucial. This particular image converts, um, has more conversion power than 94% of all other portable speakers sold on Amazon, which is kind of wild. So worth going to check that out. Another one from Martin, four categories for vendor margin improvements. Those four categories are selection margin mix, distribution, and commercials. There's about 20 points to go through there. As always, if you're looking for that ongoing consultant or a big three-month project of how to level up on the vendor side of the business, Martin's brilliant. So go check out that, that multi-bullet post. Um, what we also added with regards to our creative archive, so I post myself here is... Each week, we're going through and finding the top A-plus pages for you from the top sellers. So we're going to write top seller per category, getting that A-plus page using our Chrome extension tool, and then we're sharing it on our um, archives page, creatives.georges.blog. And you can then see what the very top five products are doing in each category with that A-plus every single week. So go check that out. Um, naturally, we remove the rubbish ones because why would I share them? Elliot goes back to basics two very simple ways to increase profit on Amazon click through rate, conversion rate. Again, a stupidly simple reminder, and it includes a very nice but bad example. Um, so go check that out. The image is there. Um, nice one from Asaya sharing a creative main image idea. I haven't seen this before. I do question whether it's against terms of service. He seems to think it is. Um, most of the time, Amazon isn't going to allow humans in the first photo. In this particular example, with the microphone stand, they've done something very smart to include a human and create some perspective on the size of the item. So go check that out. Elliot comes in again, 10 bullet points on 2023 predictions. Predictions, as you know, are simply just guesses. There's no uh, rhyme or reason why they should come through. They're just based on a bit of a few ideas. Number eight, I like his point a lot, though, um, referencing people launching shit products with no extra value. It's worthwhile looking at these predictions because it just gives you an idea of how you could structure your year and something to think about based on someone who's been doing it a very long time, um, particularly as a lot of people like to do budgets, etc. in uh, Q1 and January. That's the sweeping statements for this week. We'll also be doing the podcast and the news breakdown on the advertising side of things. I dipped my toe a little bit there, but the team, they're the experts. They focus on the advertising, and there is heaps of learnings coming through Um, already this year go check that out any questions drop us line at hello at georges.blog if you want an amazon advertising audit find out what's working and what isn't with your ads that's georges.blog forward slash audit thank you so much i'll speak to you all very soon bye